Sing for joy, sing for joy, sing for joy, sing for joy. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sing for Joy podcast. Again, thank you for listening and being part of this community we're trying to build of people who appreciate or have a desire to grow in their appreciation for worship leading, worship music, just the idea of being able to sing and worship together. I know last week, it went long. Let's be, for for the for the type of podcast I'm wanting to work on here. It went long, uh, but I. I get excited about history, and there's part of me that really wants to dive into, oh, I want to cover that, that specific time period or that specific date, and then I remember, no, you need to keep rolling. You need to keep it open in general. We're not doing a history podcast here. Uh, and then we talk about specifics about congregational singing, and I, have, I look over and I see I've got a page worth of notes on that, and I go, I can't cover all of that right now. <laughs> so I have to keep moving. But for some of you, you probably were like, this is great. Why didn't he go into it more? Let me know those things. I, I can discuss some of them in, in future podcasts. But know that I, I really want to keep things a little bit more generalized. I want to try to cover as much ground as possible and then go where maybe some desire is to go in depth a little bit later on in, in things. But for this week, number one, I would really appreciate it if you'll take just a moment and leave us a review whether you're listening on Spotify or uh, iTunes podcast, you know, spaces, uh, maybe you're in uh, Stitcher radio, that sort of thing. If you'll take just a moment and leave us a review, it really does help. It pushes it out to other people who this might be of interest to. Uh, like I say, it's just a few moments. If you could just click a star, that's great. If you can actually write a sentence or two of, of why you're recommending this, it helps even more. So again, thanks for listening. And I would deeply appreciate helping get some reviews out there and things. Now, for this week, what I would like us to do is I just want to talk you through some resources that are out there. If you're currently a worship leader or if you're someone who is part of a worship ministry team, uh, something that is very common when you start looking into, like if you're on an acapella worship Facebook group or you're getting together with other people, a very common question is, hey, where do you get such and such song? Or, hey, does anyone know where I can find an arrangement of such and such? And so we send out all of these threads and different things that remind people where to get music. I will say that we have a lot more spaces for resources like that than we have, you know, in a long time because traditionally it was it was either in the songbook or someone had written out the words to it and we all went with what we kind of remembered being the tune. I don't know if any of you ever went through that uh, in camp sessions growing up and at one camp, you sang the song this way, and then you went to another camp, and they were singing it a di different way, and so it was hard to kind of fit those pieces together. Maybe they sang the same melody, but all the harmonies were different. <laughs> That's always fun. And so it's nice today that when we start introducing new songs, there are a lot of different spaces out there that are already putting together sheet music and training resources for these new songs so that hopefully, it doesn't matter where you are, you can be pretty close to the same as far as singing those arrangements and singing at least the same melodies and having the resources to teach those songs. And so I just wanted to kind of go through a couple of the spaces that, that I use on a regular basis. 
Um, maybe you've already used some of these. Uh, maybe you've never heard of some of these, but there's a lot of different places out there. And I, I want to give a shout out to some of the ones that I check on a regular basis when I'm trying to introduce new songs or find arrangements to use. Uh, the, the biggest one is the praise and harmony stuff that's coming from the acapella group, from Keith Lancaster and all of his team. They, they do a great job of covering some older songs, a lot of the newer songs, and Keith does his own arrangements. Keith's team does their own arrangements of different things. And then they put out recordings. They put, our, put out four-part recordings of each individual part on its own. They have the slides, they have the sheet music, they have all the different stuff. Uh, they are a great teaching resource that's out there. Now, I'm gonna leave it up to you guys, uh, your style and preference of various arrangements because each of these groups that I'm gonna talk about, they may arrange the same song and it will have a similar melody and feel sometimes, but they'll all have their own little flair. You know, I mean, they'll all have their own characteristics because every arranger, every writer has their own style that they wanna stick with. So again, I just put that out there so that I'm not trying to say that one is better than another and know that they will all be slightly different, but it's, that's the nice thing is when you know your style or you know their style, you can kind of mix and match these different resources depending on what you're going for with that particular song. Uh, but the praise and harmony stuff is aimed straight at teaching and training and getting everyone on the same page as quickly as possible. And so it's very useful resources. So you can search out the acapella company, you can search out Praise and Harmony and find all the different stuff. They've even started doing a new, and I haven't checked out a lot about it, but they've got a new basically TV station, you know, an online TV station where they produce a lot more videos and different things. Though that's a behind a paywall, it, it, I don't remember how much it costs sort of thing, but they're putting out even more of those resources for people that really want to use that as their primary teaching tool. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, another one that I use is Fearless For You. Fearless For You is a website that they gather together from a lot of different arrangers and they put together the sheet music and the slides and all that and it's it's basically an online store for those spaces uh, the zoe group puts a lot of their stuff there you can get directly from the zoe group's website a lot of times but you can also get things from fearless for you uh, and they have a lot of the same materials back and forth. So if you're looking for Zoe music, you can either go directly to Zoe or you can go to Fearless For You and find the same stuff. Maybe they've stopped publishing it in one space or whatever. Those are, those are things I, I often use in tandem, so to say. Um, Halal Music is another one that, that I'll use from time to time. They've put out some songbooks in the past. They put out albums of music from time to time, uh, and they do their own arrangements. Another newer one is United Worship, uh, United Voice Worship. I just realized I didn't write their name down, and so I'll try to list these out, and it'll have the direct links and things in, in the show notes. Uh, but they're just a group of guys that they've been organizing and arranging stuff for their own congregation and then they've been publishing it out for for other people and so i've used a couple of their arrangements uh here recently with my my most recent set of music i'm trying to pull together 
it is not uncommon for me to have an arrangement for all four of those groups and to spend some time listening through them and deciding which one will work best with our congregation. So I use a lot of those uh, on a regular basis. I also have some great friends uh, that sometimes they're comfortable with me sharing their, their music out with the world. Sometimes they're comfortable with me passing along their names to other people. Uh, but there are some great individuals serving in different congregations around the U.S. that are doing their own arrangements on a, on a need-by-need need basis, and they are willing to share those, often for free, uh, because they're not looking to make a buck necessarily, although it's always nice to compensate artists for their time and effort and energy in some way. Y'all decide what that is. But it's nice to find a network of people that you can reach out to as well. So again, you could reach out to me directly if you're looking for something that maybe you don't find in those spaces. Sometimes there's individuals that have already done that. And that kind of leads me to, if you are a worship leader right now and you are on Facebook, I'm not gonna say you have to be on Facebook to be to do different things, but there are some benefits to Facebook. And one of those is these worship leader groups that you can be part of. And there's an acapella worship leader group that I'm part of on Facebook. I don't engage with it a lot. I'm not one of the most active people to comment and different things, but I keep an eye on if there's a new song that someone has come to me and said, hey, is there an arrangement for that? I can usually go to that Facebook group and ask around for different things. And sometimes those individuals that they're not published on a particular site, they may have done a recording of one of those arrangements that hasn't been recorded yet, and they're willing to share that with you. So it's always nice to have a community of people that you can reach out to as well. Um, again, if you're a song leader or a worship leader, I really recommend having a good library of songbooks. Now, some people are like, wait, you're talking about digital resources and all that, and now songbooks? Yes, songbooks, because it is uncanny the number of times that I need to go back and look into old songbooks to find songs and arrangements that are still very useful and valid and great music. They just aren't published in a lot of our modern songbooks. Uh, sometimes they are in the public domain, and so if you search like public domain uh, PowerPoint arrangements, you know, sort of thing, you can find, and I'll, I'll link one of them that I use. Again, they're in the show notes. I'm going to try to list all this stuff out. Uh, but things that aren't published by, uh, well, good gracious, I just lost it. Anyway, uh, oh, by Paperless Hymnal. Uh, things that may not be published by Paperless Hymnal or you go, I don't wanna pay for a whole set of paperless hymnal slides, but that one's in the public domain, it might be on that site. And that's where kind of pulling out things from old songbooks is a nice way to cross-reference if you don't have it in a digital format yet. And, and uh, in general, I find it fun, and this is probably me just being me, but I find it fun to go through old songbooks just for my own personal use. I may never use them in worship. I may never use them in my job necessarily, but I like having those and it connects me a little bit more with the history of things around me. Anyway, um, so the public domain sites, those are really good for getting some of your older hymns and different arrangements there. You can find a lot of good stuff from hymn storybooks. Um, Robert, Robert J. Morgan uh, does his series of books. Uh, and there's lots of other men that have, that have done books along the way, but he's got three really good ones that, 
they, you know, he prints the song and he tells the story of the composer or the composer writing the song. And those can be really beneficial sometimes. Not that you need to tell a hymn story for every great hymn that's written, but maybe you're looking to write a Devo or you're wanting to connect with that song or find some deeper meaning behind it. Maybe you read that verse and you go, what, how does that one fit in? You know, it's a neat thing to do. There's a lot of ways to blend and use these different resources. So that's just a quick rundown. Again, I'm going to list it all in the show notes. Hopefully that's beneficial to you because like I stated weeks ago, I want to be one of those resources for you. I have a lot of time to dig in and find these different things. So if you have other questions about resources for finding new music, finding old music, let me know. Uh, I, hopefully I can point you in the right direction or help you find those things. And maybe some of the things in the notes will be places that you haven't looked for stuff before. So thanks again for listening. Again, I'd love it if you can leave me a review, but we'll talk again next time.